Sophia Rains. And I'm Mr. Ryden. And this is Our School Matters, a podcast where we talk to the students, staff, teachers, and administrators of RCCU1 and about what matters to them. So before you came up here, we had quite a kerfuffle happen on this floor. I actually came in the studio here to check it out and set it up because we're trying to get recorded really quickly today. You're on a time crunch. And as I was setting up, I come in, I'm like, what's that smell? And I'm like, oh, are you serious? Like, what? I have to monitor this room now. Like, it smelled like somebody was smoking <gasps> dope in here. And no! I, was, I was just like, are no! you kidding me? It's like, I trust those kids, but I had it unlocked. It's something no. like nobody would. And I get out in the hall, and it's like, wait a minute. This is everywhere. And then some Uh-oh. kids are saying, Mr. Ryan, the teachers were looking for you. And his female teachers are wanting me to go into the men's bathroom uh, up here. Uh-oh. And about, by the time I get there, Mr. Roark had already been in and out of there. He's like, no, nothing. And then teachers are coming out of classrooms all of a sudden. <laughs> all the classrooms on the first or the second floor, basically, on that uh, south wall. And it's like uh, Mrs. Van Meter's out there. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I thought it was like on a kid's clothes. It was so strong. Well, come to find out, a skunk out in front of the building oh. sprayed and oh, it drifted it up in the, the air and went into the HVAC okay. and just filled the entire second floor. Listen. I was baffled because I was like, who, like, especially in this day and age, I know we have a vaping issue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad it's not this instance. <laughs> no, absolutely it was not. And I'm glad it was not my studio because that would really be, uh, well, I just have to deal with that in a way that I want to. And it would have surprised me too because I was like, no, I trust the people that were in here. I know them to respect this space. So anyway, that was a little bit exciting. But also uh, this week we wanted to, (laughs) what's on our actual schedule to talk about here is uh, it's the sale for prom tickets this week. Today, if you happen to be listening to this before the end of school on Friday, assuming I get it uploaded before then, uh, is the last day to get prom tickets and after prom tickets. But prom is coming up. Are you excited about prom? You're going, right? Yes. Of course you're going. I have everything planned out. I haven't got my tickets yet, which I will not. Forget about it. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. Probably. Yeah, you Maybe. better not forget that. Yeah, that, the, I, I'm excited about it. I've been a, a junior class sponsor, which is the people that cover prom for several years now. I've gone to several proms. It's okay. I mean, it is, I'm, it's not always my selection of music. And it's a few hours <laughs> where I got to just stand around there and watch sweaty teenagers dance, which is, if that sounds interesting to you, then you, probably you be should not be in education. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it is not, it, it's sort of like, oh, okay, I can't wait to get out of here. But I love uh, doing uh, prom with my two good friends, Miss Amy Rusk and Miss Sherry Gray. And actually, uh, hopefully, we're going to have a prom special with the three of us that will release on prom day. be an extra episode. So that's coming up. Exciting. But yeah, I, it'll be really fun if I can get a word in edgewise with those two cackling witches. I'm not being mean. I'm merely stating a fact. But I hope you're excited about this prom, which is one of those milestones we talk about that Mm -hmm. is coming up in your senior year. One of those like last big things that you get to be involved with, assuming you pass all those classes. Do you know what I'm really excited about, though? What's that? I'm excited about our interview today with Abby Atwood. She did it. You've made me lose track. Sorry. So I actually have a really long history with Abby. We went to the same elementary and middle school. Oh. And we've always kind of ran around in the same circles. Mm-hmm. So it's super cool to get her into the studio with me and kind of talk about things since we don't share a lot of classes, mm-hmm. especially in senior year. Were you, you were both St. Joe? Yes. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. That's, that was the surprise. I just mm-hmm. hadn't put that together. And we talked about a lot of interesting stuff. I mean, we talked about how the school supports students that may not be living with their parents and about instead of going to college, what are your options in the military and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So it was super cool to get 
opinions Super and ghoul. Fa- <sighs> Super ghoul. That's a good band name. You're making me lose your mind. Super cool to talk about those kind of things that not every yeah. student or parent may know about or experience in the high school. Excellent. Well, it is a very good interview, and here that is now for you folks. That wasn't clunky, right? No, it was fine. Great. Good job. Today, I'm here with Abby Atwood. Abby, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you do around the school? I am in a lot of clubs. I'm in drama, JRTC, VAT club, bass fishing. I did tennis. Yeah. I, I, there's probably more, but I can't remember. So with a couple of those sports, especially tennis, you, oh, for lack of a better word, we're kind of baller, Adam. <laughs> Would you like to tell us about how good you did this season? Or last season, I guess. Actually, we did really good. We won, so I was partners with uh, Gracie Bergner for doubles. Mm-hmm. And for state, we, like you have to choose either if you're going to be a doubles team or you're going to be a singles team. And I was in a doubles team with Gracie. Mm-hmm. And we won conference. No, we didn't win conference. Well, Gracie and I solely won conference. Mm-hmm. We got numero uno. Um, sectionals. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> no, keep that. Keep that for the blooper reel. Keep that for the blooper reel. <laughs> for sectionals, we got first. We beat Greenville, which was really hard. They're the Comets. Mm-hmm. We really, we really just like confidence boost and then we went to state and oh and that was the first time we won sectionals too but Mm -hmm. we went to state and we didn't get super far in state we did play greenville again Mm -hmm. we always play someone from our town literally playing in state it's so dumb we did actually really good it was a really good season it was better than most and it was my last so oh yeah because you're also a A senior senior. yeah congratulations Nine weeks. Nine weeks. Or eight, I think. Eight, technically. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also in something pretty new to our high school and to most high schools that I've ever heard of, the wonderful sport of bass, bass fishing. fishing. <laughs> Could you give us like a little explanation about what that is? Because, I mean, bass fishing is in the title, but like... um. Well, I mean, it's somewhat self-explanatory. I mean, we do bass fish. <laughs> but, like, we no. have... <laughs> no. Never. Uh, we actually fish for Mr. Wright, and we stand on top of his house, and we put a little fishing yeah. pole out there. <laughs> That's a big catch. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but... <laughs> um, no, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we normally practice. On Tuesdays, we watch uh, Bassmaster videos. Uh, so it's basically these pros, and we turn them on, and they talk to us about techniques and fishing, which people don't really understand that there is so many techniques in fishing. Like How many are there? Well, like, there's techniques on what to use, your bait, Jigs, crankbaits, square bills, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. also your line. There's monofilament, there's braided line, like there's a lot of other things. And then also your pole. Poles are different sizes. So like and your your rod and reel, all of that stuff. Like it's it's very intricate. Um and it's kind of preference. 
um, everyone has their own kind of feel to it, but they do give really good tips. And then there's also tips on types of like casting. So there's like flipping, mm -hmm. which is what we do. That's our like our main practice is we have hula hoop type things that are different sizes. There's one that's like probably the size of a little plate. And then there's like one that's like a medium hula hoop and one that's like a full size hula hoop. And uh, we stand from 25 feet back and we flip for points. Ooh. And, like, these points give you, like, if you're higher up, you have a higher chance of being in a boat because only adults can run boats. And there's only so many adults helping out for it. Um, they're called our boat captains. Mm -hmm. And if you're higher up, then for tournaments, you get to have a chance to be in the boat and you get to have a chance to be in the tournaments. Mm. So sometimes you could be on the team and you could not be in a tournament. You get sidelined. Yeah. You're a bench warmer in the bass fishing. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of sad. But you do learn a lot of stuff. So Tuesdays we learn the techniques and then Thursday we kind of do all of the practice <coughs> stuff. And then, like, our first tournament was supposed to be tomorrow. Was it canceled? Yes, because it was going to be super high winds and really cold. No! Sadly. Let let the tigers bass fish. Our next next week on Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Well good luck. Are you are you on the boat? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So besides uh sports, you're also in things like VAT Club and JROTC. Can you kind of like give us a rundown about what you do there? Because I know you're pretty um, so VAT Club, pretty much, I basically go in there, and I help Mr. Wright in a lot with uh, certain little things that he has for his little projects, like his side products, just like this podcast, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. When I had a film, film and editing too, which was his independent study, I also helped out kind of like what I would be doing in VAT, which I was stalking teachers. So you were, to put it in a non-creepy way... <laughs> You were gathering information on teach teachers for write-ins and interviews. Yes, for these podcasts mm -hmm. and everything. So uh, you kind of knew the basis of the teachers and certain things that you would probably want to talk and ask about. So I basically stalked them. I viewed their social media if they had one. I had talked to Mr. Houcher and I said, hey, not in a creepy way. Tell me everything you know about this teacher, please. And I would go to him like twice a week, and he's like, "Why do you need to know so much?" And I was like, "Mr. Ryden." He's like, "Makes sense." <laughs> sure. Yeah. What was the weirdest thing, or not weird? What was the most shocking thing you found out about a teacher? The school appropriate. I don't know if you found Mr. anything. Mr. Cummins bikes to school every day. What? Yes. Dang. He bikes to school every day, like even in the rain. Get it. And oh, in the rain? Yeah, I was so shocked. And he's, like, really religious, hmm. which I didn't know about. And, like, for uh, Mr. Simpson, mm -hmm. you know how he's retiring and stuff? Mm -hmm. I heard from Mr. Houchin that Mr. Houchin called him a big science dork. <laughs> so I thought that was really <laughs> funny. Keeping a professional over yes, there at the higher admin. He really he love is. to see it. <laughs> so we've covered Vat Club. Mm -hmm. 
What about JROTC? Oh, there's a lot in JROTC. I'm pretty much, so I'm, right now I'm the battalion commander. I was the XO, but the battalion commander prior graduated early, so he had to bump everyone up. Mm-hmm. So now I'm the battalion commander for And how weeks. high is that? How, how high like, is that up on the food chain? That's technically like being president. Oh! Yeah. So you're, you're the, you command your battalion, which is every little child that is enrolled in Every little child. I called them my cats. It's like herding cats. Oh, that makes sense. It's so hard to Mm -hmm. herd cats. But um, then I also have Cody as my XO now, because I used to be XO. So he kind of, I tell him, hey, we need this. And he's like, okay. And then he controls the staff meetings. There's staff which are all of, like, the officers or the higher-ups, mm-hmm. kind of like how a president would have all of their little congressmen like and their little people. cabinet members. Yes. And it's that, and then there's sections of other teams. So there's Raiders, Rifle. We're going to start Archery, Ooh. which is really cool. This term is, like, our testing term for that. Raiders I'm the commander for, so I'm in charge of making kids cry and work them out so they cry. <laughs> I have made a total of, like, five people cry every day. Is that a good thing? I guess. Is it a lot? Well, we run, and then oh. I'm like, don't stop. Come on, please, don't stop. And they're like, I can't, I can't, I'm gonna cry. And I was like, it's then okay cry and cry. Run. Cry and run. Cry <laughs> and run, people. We need to get better. It's so funny. But we do school and school competitions, so we go against, like, Mattoon and mm-hmm. uh, Terre Haute North and all of them. So that's fun. Rifle. I'm, I was in rifle a long time ago. By long, I mean freshman year. But <laughs> millennia's ago. Three years. Three years. Four score. Four score. <laughs> and then I'm also, I guess, in drama as mm-hmm. well. I'm doing the play right now. That's Ooh, what I was just For Drama doing. 101. Yes. Yeah. I'm playing Wally. Who is... Wally's a child. A child, yes, okay. Yes, I get to scream and yell and yell at Evan Irvin. A child. A child. Who is my father? Evan is my father. <laughs> Evan, our wonderful music producer, is I your father. I am your father. <laughs> he has this, like... And editor sometimes. He has this, like, deep voice. Well, it's no. also because he's tall. Children. Like, Children. Uh, for those who have never seen me or Abby in real life, we're kind of five, like, middle of the road, five, five five-ish. Yeah. Five, yeah. And then Evan is, like, six feet plus, right? Think of David and Goliath. <laughs> he, he tall. He's a mighty, mighty man. Oh, my God. Choir cats. Don't talk about that. Actually, that is a good point. So, what Abby just mentioned is something from middle it's, school. It, yeah, it's it's an inside joke because me and Abby uh, both went to private school for elementary and middle school instead of going to the public elementary and middle school. We're special. No. <laughs> no, we ain't. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, what what was kind of your experience coming into the public school after being in the private school I for so long? I was terrified. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I went to Noble prior to that. That's true. You did flip-flop from small school to not as small school to big fish to, to big school. Well, it was like, well, St. Joe is pretty small. I mean, we still had the same class. Mm-hmm. Same with Noble. Noble, I had the same class. There was like three girls. Sometimes there was five on a lucky day. But our class was really big, Three. too. And everything else was all just guys. And uh, then it shut down. And then some of us got sent to St. Joe. Some of us got sent to the middle school. And so I went to St. Joe, and I knew no one. My mom thought I'd know someone. Third grade me, no one at all. Didn't Talon go to Noble, though? Yep, and he came the year after because oh. I left the year before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom said, whoop, you're, and she popped me in St. Joe, not dissing St. Joe, but like, <laughs> was not my type of school that I really, not my vibe. Yeah. I already knew everything that they normally taught us, <laughs> so, like, well, I was pretty, uh, not to brag or anything, I was pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> No, really? With my long hair that people sat on on accident. Dang, you did have long hair. And then I chopped it all off in high school. Choir so, choir cats was the most interesting. We don't, no. I'm, no. No. I'm changing the subject. We'll be right back. So next week, April 24th through 28th, is Disability Acceptance Week. The Best Buddies Club of RCHS would like to spread awareness about the different disabilities of the students here in the school and people throughout the community. Best Buddies programs build one-to-one friendships between people with and without intellectual and developmental disabilities, or IDDs. They offer uh, social interactions while improving the quality of life and level of inclusion for a population that is often isolated and excluded. Through their participation, people with IDD form meaningful connections with their peers, gain self-confidence and self-esteem, and share interests, experiences, and activities that many other individuals enjoy. Each day, the week of April 24th through 28th, the Best Buddies Club is going to be highlighting a disability to give you a chance to learn about the different disabilities. You don't have to be at RCHS next week, though, to participate, however. Anyone can participate and show they are an ally by wearing the following colors on the following days of the week. So on Monday, it's going to be Autism Awareness, and we're going to wear blue. And then on Tuesday, the 25th, it's uh, Cerebral Palsy, and you're going to wear green. On Wednesday, the 26th, we're going to be doing some for traumatic brain injuries, or TBIs, and we're going to wear maroon. Like this snazzy maroon shirt that you all can't see but i saw it and i'm like oh this is this shirt's for i like this it's nice tell them it's nice you can lie they don't know no comment god dang it and then on uh thursday april 27th we're going to to recognize down syndrome and wear crazy socks and finally on friday april 28th we're gonna wear tie-dye for intellectual disabilities Let's make RCHS a place where people with and without disabilities come together to form a strong community. And now, back to the show. So kind of circling back to high school, how would you feel that your experience at the high school for these last years has been in general? Um, I don't know. It's, uh, I think once you become older in high school, you really do understand how much kids change Mm -hmm. and like how 
you kind of grasp the thought. I know it sounds cheesy, but people are like, oh, the person that you hate, you might, you know, be best friends with as an adult. That really does happen. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Like, the person I was arch nemesis with last year, I'm, like, really close with this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, she already graduated. But, and it's really odd to just see that. And then you notice it um, throughout, like, the day. Like, I went somewhere and I was pretty good like buddies like I started talking I was pretty good buddies with one dude and then on the way back after literally a day he like just didn't talk to me at all and I was really close buddies with the other dude that didn't talk to me with the first time I came there Mm -hmm. it's really weird how things change you kind of just like really grasp adulthood and I don't know how I think it's just maturing Mm -hmm. some kids don't mature though ever how do you deal with them I try to ignore them (laughs) I mean, if I don't, I get really angry, and then I kind of, like, get really angry. I don't really like being really angry. So I kind of just stay away from the people that make me mad Mm -hmm. that aren't mature, like freshman boys. No. What do you mean? Them? Freshman boys not maturing? What? What? Okay, so when looking towards the future outside of high school, what does it look like for you? Or what do you think your plans are? Um, well, I kind of know my plans. I'm enlisted. I ah. went to MEPS Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I signed my contract. They said, I'm medically okay, which is really surprising. <laughs> I don't know. They really try and disqualify you as much as they can. Um, I saw your video. I saw the video might of you me swearing, swearing in. in. <laughs> I was so ready for it. I was so excited. I was, like, dancing beforehand. But, yeah, uh, I contracted. I have a four-year contract, Mm -hmm. technically a whole eight, four active, four reserve. And I'm in the Marines. Yay, go Marines. Has anything, has your perspective changed a little bit coming back to the high school after you've been contracted? I'm just more ready to leave. (laughs) Not going to lie. I'm super excited, like, I, I enjoyed high school, but I think my enjoying days are, are done. I'm, I'm done with all the classes that I really wanted to take. Mm-hmm. I have, like, the most easiest classes I could possibly take in my whole entire life. Like, I literally don't do anything. And I feel like I just want to, like, kind of graduate early, maybe, and do the clubs that I'm in, go to prom, go to graduation, but spend the rest of my time, like, working out, preparing for, mm-hmm. for boot camp. I'm super excited. I'm going to be a parachute rigger. Yo! Like, I get to pack a parachute so I don't die. And then I get to teach other people how to not die packing a parachute. Yo? Yeah, and jump out of planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. That does sound really cool. <laughs> Nod. <laughs> yeah. yeah! So, looking towards the more, the more fun activities at the end of your prom, graduation... Do you feel like you're a type of person who'll get really emotional at those or kind of just, like, enjoy it? Probably going to cry. Probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also don't have a date to prom, so I probably will just cry. You do. I say this to everyone who talks about prom. You do not need to base your experience on a limited time event on another person. <laughs> well... I mean, I wanted to go to prom with my boyfriend, but he's also in the Marines. 
And he doesn't get... Star-crossed marines. He doesn't get leave at all. So, uh, which I figured that out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Ouchy. Yeah, I cried last night for that. No, it's okay. I think I'm going to take one of my friends. You know, the friend that I talked about that we were arch nemesis with. Mm. I'm going to take her to prom. I already took her to the military ball, mm-hmm. which was for JOTC. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. I danced my life away to the chicken dance. Yeah. I requested that song. Real. I am super excited for prom. I'm going to cry during graduation. I don't care whatever happens. I'm just going to cry only for the sheer fact that I'm emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Don't let me see you cry because if I see you cry, I'm going to cry. I'm going to be up there. <laughs> My diploma gets handed to <laughs> me. I just start bawling on stage. Yeah. No, I'm super excited, but I'm also, like, kind of sad. Like, you know, whoa, I'm almost done with high school. It feels like it went really fast, but also not at the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. People are like, it'll fly by. It kind of flew by, I guess. Yeah. I feel like the only moments where it didn't feel fast are the moments where, like, you felt like you had so much going on and you were complaining. Like, you were like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to get through this? And then you put your head down again and it went, junior year what was your experience junior year i piled on some hard classes i did dual credit history Mm -hmm. with uh kerm and i love her great teacher i I miss her her. but oh my god she knew how to make me cry and she knew where it hurt like (laughs) whoa she would give me freaking essays every week oh and my. i had i had her for an essay i had some other classes like i had anatomy at the same time so i'm studying the whole you know cardiovascular system mm-hmm. and then i'm also writing an essay and then i'm doing the little like baby essays and anatomy as mm-hmm. well and i'm like freaking out i was like i am want to cry okay so i need to ask this because i have this so i also took uh, dual credit history with Kerm last year. Did you know all of the topics that were put on her test slips, or did you really hope to get one of the slips that had a certain amount of topics you knew about? Um. So what I did was for the topics that I didn't know, I might have or might have not partially written some of the things on my arms, like little like bullet cheated just a little okay. bit but every time i did i did get the slips that i knew about i don't know how i got so, so lucky. no 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 so what you're telling me is you planned for academic um you planned to cheat on academically and then you didn't have to use it because you got topics you knew i know i got lucky but unlucky at the same time <laughs> can you imagine I really tried. You can't do that. I tried not to. It was the you days. Okay, that. I think the only time I really did do it, and it didn't Don't even matter, though, was the dates. I wrote dates on my arm because... Oh, the dates were the worst. But the thing is, is she was like, oh, yeah, you don't have to memorize those. And I was like, you tell us now on, like, the first, like-ish tests that we start doing, like, that re- really require the dates, like, freaking, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what we were talking like about. the Civil War. Yeah. And I would, so I would write the dates down, and then she was like, oh, yeah, you don't have to memorize those. And I was like, you're kidding me. That's what I wrote down. You're kidding me. No, but for the topic questions, I hated them. I did try and study. I would talk to Ow. Tyler. Tyler Smashy. 
Tyler Smashy. I literally just like interviewed him. I was like, all right, quiz me. And he's like, this one. I was like, you pick the one that I don't know. <laughs> it was a time. And don't credit. I barely How got How do you do on the SAT? On what? On the SAT. On the SATs? Yeah. I you don't have to say like an, an I number. I didn't try. Okay. I well, I knew I wasn't really gonna go to college, and I know that's re- I shouldn't have, I shouldn't say that, but like, but you at that time you were pretty set on going into I'm still the armed forces. Uh, yeah, and I'm yeah. still set on it, but like, I didn't try. I kind of regret it, but also I didn't get an awful score mm-hmm. for well, not you trying. Weren't, you weren't like the kid in my class who. Uh, first 30 seconds filled out all the bubbles on his test and then like went to sleep no i actually read them but sometimes you tried but you didn't i didn't really try at all like with the when you had to read the huge paragraphs and it was like paragraph comprehension and stuff Mm -hmm. i did not read it multiple times i was like i don't remember this one i was also really like jittery and Mm -hmm. i didn't like sitting in a classroom doing a test for so long so I was just like, eh, I don't care. I'm going to do this. The math stuff, I did know. I did try on the ones that I knew, uh, on the ones that I didn't, because I didn't take pre-calc or calculus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Those no. questions, I was like, eh. The math questions are crazy. And it was the fill-in-the-blank ones. Like, it wasn't just, like, A, B, or C. It was, like... Big, the number, I was like, I'm never going to know. As two people who math isn't our best subject, the math questions are crazy. They were really insane. I took I took uh, the ASVAB for the military, and oh. it was easier than the SAT. I was about SAT. to say, what? It was easier than the SAT. Is the ASVAB like... The ASVAB is, uh, is basically like a huge timed test over language, vocabulary, math. Uh-huh. Uh, mechanical, like, electrician, like, stuff, all of this, all just, like, piled together, including science and all of that stuff, and it's a huge test, and it, it gives you scores to be based on what jobs you can oh, apply okay. for, and I, I, I tried on that, obviously, but I, it's, it was so much easier than the SAT, I was like, well, this is, like, adult stuff, um, I mean, we are kind of fighting uh, for our country, and uh, this is easier than high school SATs. Well, the SATs years. are also kind of just like for higher academic. Yeah, it's for college. It may just be like your learning style. I don't know. I hated, I hated both tests though. I took the ASVAB like two times. Well, I took the PICAT, which was like a PSAT. Oh. 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 And then I took the ASVAB, and I was like, this sucks, man. This sucks, man. So most of the math questions I knew, except I hated how they worded them. It was like, Sally Sally is three-fourths of the age of Catherine. Catherine is the youngest of the group. Catherine is three-eighths of the age of Rebecca. Rebecca is the oldest. She is 55. How old are the rest? Rebecca. I yeah, had, no, I, I hated couldn't it. Couldn't get me. No, uh, if somebody threatened me and said that you'll only live if you answer that question, say goodbye to my family. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. I answered that without a calculator. Do you have any big opinions on how our school should be run? 
or like things going on around our school? I think what we should do is kind of add in a lot of more personal real life things. Because mm-hmm. like our curriculum, yes, we have to learn, you know, certain things in math. And yes, we have to learn certain things in English. But we don't base it to any real world, world situations at all. Like at all. I know most of the teachers prepare kids for what college is going to do. And that is a good thing. But also some kids aren't going to go to college. So you kind of have to do the Mm well-rounded thing. And I feel like if we would base a lot of stuff like, hey, we're going to uh, do this math problem, and this math problem is going to figure out something that you will have to learn throughout life, or, hey, we're going to do this thing in our class, and it's going to be, like, taxes or, like, Mm -hmm. other stuff. Like, I know we have family resource management, but... She doesn't go in-depth. We need to go more in-depth into adulting because, like, finding a house, rent, working, doing all of that math to add up to making sure, you know, I'm going to be able to buy food. Mm -hmm. It's, like, huge. And it's a really big worry for a lot of people, and no one really understands that. Family resource management is a course that kind of covers those things that is required by the state, but I definitely see that there are ways to kind of improve or expand on it for people who want to learn how to do full family taxes or want like an in-depth course and it shouldn't on just renting or buying a house. It, yeah. sh- it should, like other classes like comp and lit and other stuff, they should try and find the real world things and like shove them in that class. Like, and I know it sucks, and it might be kind of boring, but super, super important, and kids need to start really understanding how important these things are, because you don't know what's going to happen at all. And I, the school does do well on, like, trying to help kids out. Like, I know the school gives you gas cards and stuff. Really? They have a grant. So basically, uh, they have so much money that they can give to stu- students who are on McKinney-Vento, which means... They're not living in their home with their actual parent or a guardian. Mm -hmm. And um, it technically means you're homeless, but you're not. And they give you gas cards. They can pay for anything like yearbooks. They can pay for if a club requires you to pay Mm -hmm. for things, they will pay for that for you. And they do like numerous of other things. Like if school lunch costed money, they would make it free Mm -hmm. for that kid. And... It's really helpful. I feel like they should start, uh, you know, kind of branching out more on that, too, and uh, understanding, like, how they can dispense their money. Because sometimes, um, in the beginning of the year, they kind of sparingly use it for the sense that they don't want it to run dry. Mm-hmm. So they can only give you two gas cards. But now, at the end of the year, they, they can give kids multiple gas cards as long as they use it for gas because they still have enough money saved up. Mm-hmm. But they should try and find ways to sparingly use that money so it doesn't go to waste because it's just going to go to something that doesn't really need money for. But that's how the world works. Got to make sure there's some at the end of the year, even if that means there's some left over. Yeah. So any closing thoughts? Any closing words of wisdom from Um, a leaving senior who's going to be joining our forces? Stay in school if you have the chance to do something really fun do it do what you want to do not what other people tell you to do if Mm -hmm. you feel 
that this is right and whatever you want to do is right, go ahead and go for it. Don't let anyone hold you back or anything. And if you're ever in a pickle, always find people that you trust because there's always someone there. Yeah. And blood bonds does not just mean family. That, like, family and friends. Friends can be stronger than family in any day. And people who care about you. Because if you know, then they won't, you know, do anything bad. And life won't suck as much. Wise words. I'm putting that on my wall. Life won't suck as much. Life won't suck as much. Well, thank you. Of course. For the interview and the thoughts and the wisdom. Yay, get to work till 2 a.m. next. No! Okay, I'm going to shut this off. Um, Yeah, there'll be a point in there for them to cut it. Thank you, editor. I don't know which one of you is editing, but thank you. You're doing a great job. Abby, that was so good, though. I was thanking the editor, and then you just decided to lick their ear. Don't do it, no. I'm turning this off. Stop. Oh no, I forgot I need to turn it off. <laughs> well, thank you again to Abby Atwood. I really thought this interview went super well, and I even learned some things that I didn't know, especially about how the school is able to support students who may not be living in a traditional home environment. Uh, that's excellent. It was an excellent interview, and that's what I love about this project is that we're getting the points of views of people on so many different paths because everybody has a different path that they're taking through life and through school. So uh, we would love to have you send us questions and things you'd like to promote to vatclub at rccu1.net. That is V-A-T-C-L-U-B at rccu1.net. Please send us some questions. We want stuff to talk about. We want to engage with our listeners. We know some of you are out there because I see the actual uh, analytics coming in, and there's a decent number of you out there. We'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you think and love to hear what you want to hear from us. So thank you so much, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Bye bye. <laughs> Why is it okay. bye bye? I don't know. It's it's that awkward. I don't know. Our school matters with your hosts Sophia Rains and Jeffrey Wright. Produced by me, Evan Irvin. Executive produced by Jeffrey Wright and Sophia Rains. Theme and incidental music composed and performed by Evan Irvin. Research provided by Abby Atwood. Our School Matters is hosted by Voices of Richland County Podcast Network, an RCHS VAT Club affiliate. Rate and review the show on Apple or Google Podcasts, and we may read your comments on our show. You can also contact us at VATClub at rccu1.net. Please subscribe to us on your preferred podcast apps.